uh, shall we uh, talk about the topic that uh, you wanted to bring to the table? I think it's it's quite an exciting one, um, which is the Roblox marketplace uh, that has popped up in in over the past uh, decade, completely quietly for you and I. Uh, we were completely unaware of it. Yeah. Uh, but would you like to give a intro into the topic? Yeah, I will now. And so now we're going to be going over time because this is going to be a this is going to be a deep topic. But let's see where yeah. it goes. Um, mm-hmm. First off, did you play Roblox Roblox when you were younger? I don't think I've ever played Roblox. I've obviously seen videos, but I don't think I've ever touched it myself. Right. I remember. I, I think I did play it for a week or something. It would have been like eight. 10 years it would have been 10 years ago at least and i played it for a week or so. that was it but i was mm-hmm. very unimpressed by it at the time mm-hmm. um and i don't think it came into itself until maybe maybe a couple years after that um so i actually i have a a question to preempt the explanation okay. um came into itself um have you seen a visual improvement of the game because i think the greatest factor that's kept me away from it is that it works uh, it looks much <laughs> much much worse than even minecraft to yeah. which people give shit about looking bad uh-huh yeah um no no so i, I don't think there was very much visual improvement i mean in terms of the general aesthetic of the game maybe there was some graphical improvement mm-hmm. but I know that the aesthetics have not changed, and it, it, it's it's very cringy. The aesthetics, the animations, the way the characters move, the environment—it doesn't appeal mm-hmm. to me either. Um, mm-hmm. Once you get into the game, it actually can be quite exciting, and that sort of goes away. Um, like for example, I'm okay. trying to think about what my first impressions were of Minecraft, whether I thought it was quirky and aesthetic, or whether I thought it was. Mm-hmm ugly and it took me a while to get used to it before i accepted the fact that it mm-hmm. okay this is a this is a style not just mm-hmm. someone being lazy um i'm not i i'm not sure maybe if you play roblox more you kind of look past these things but it does uh yeah actually one now, now that you mentioned it i'm sure that's the case because uh you know i really like the aesthetic of minecraft and when people I talk to who don't uh, don't understand it. I, I I am quite confused, so I'm sure I'm on the other side of the coin with with Roblox. Yeah. So I retract my statement that is uh, that is very ugly. It's not inherently very ugly. It's just something that I don't really understand. Yeah. Oh, sorry for the tangent. Yeah. No, no. It's I I think it. I I do think you're right though a bit more about. I would lean towards the fact that Minecraft might have a bit more justifiability. I sometimes think. Can Roblox justify its visuals other than the aesthetic? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, Minecraft might at least have a purpose behind it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so when Roblox came into itself, it didn't change itself graphically, at least uh, what I know. But what I do know is it changed itself, or it's changed its internal organization and its motivation, mm-hmm. and it switched to the fact that its main motivating factor was to become a game creator game creation platform mm-hmm. uh, was that not the original intent so the original intent was that it was a game creation platform but i i i, I think that it pushed heavily towards becoming a game creation maybe i should yeah let me rephrase that 
it pushed more towards becoming a game creation marketplace. Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember back when I played it, I remember there being a lot more control and a lot more um, um, a lot more of a filter in terms of what could be played so it mm-hmm. was sort of like I want to say sort of like VR chat in the way that you can jump to anyone's room if that person opens up a room and you're sort of mm-hmm. friends with them but the standard mm-hmm. rooms you can interact with have been managed so that there's only mm-hmm. you know a certain number of allowable rooms that VR chat yep. has decided are okay um, instead, Roblox has switched more towards, um, I'd say maybe a Steam Marketplace setup where anyone can put what they want onto the platform, rooms, games, etc., and people can interact mm-hmm. with these games. But um, what seemed to happen is it's gone from being a game to being a tool to mine um, child creativity. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the there's been a recent lot of recent journalism that's come out um, by people make games who have talked about this in more detail but essentially Roblox has managed to skirt around a lot of um, I'd say a lot of so in 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 job when people get a job there's a lot of infrastructure that the government puts in place to make sure people's jobs are secure and that people that workers are sort of given various rights that make sure that they aren't exploited such as mm-hmm. health, fair employment, fair income, and you know you can't just be kicked off your job for no reason whatsoever. Um, Roblox has seemed to found a way to sort of employ kids to make games with while skirting all the sort of requirement the government's um, mm-hmm. need for um, having employed creators or workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how well I explained this, but um, really what it's come down to is... Um, that it's cons- it's an unregulated marketplace in which miners can you know participate and do work to get remunerated and because it's unregulated it's like it sets out very bad work conditions right people get yeah. uh, very underpaid um, you know people in power can uh, leverage that power to um you know get more power like accumulate more power at the expense of others um so yeah it's actually an incredibly interesting piece of uh, journalism i really enjoyed it the so I, part of the reason why it's in the state that it, so i guess maybe a bit of context for people that don't understand roblox but in roblox you can create games you can program you can you have various assets you can drag and drop but you can sort it's sort of a crude game creator i want to say like unity but another level lower um maybe mm-hmm. like game maker in 3d or kudo uh these various like game systems but what roblox has managed to do that's like a very interesting piece of like i'd say a sort of a social question or an organizational question about companies is they've managed to default to the statement that if it's not done on the platform, then it's not their problem. Um, and they've used that to sort of get out of various social issues related to the interaction of like individuals that are making these games. So like say a, say a person decides to um, work with another person to make a game on Roblox and make money. 
you know, the it, between these two people, they must decide how the money is split. They must say, okay, we're going to do say you and I decide to make a game. We're going to say, okay, mm-hmm. let's do a fifty-fifty split because we're friends. We'll do that, and we trust each other. We'll split the money fifty-fifty, and we have to sort that out ourselves. Um, but as this, as we grow, as we introduce more people, there's no way in which we can assure that fairness is is happening throughout yeah. our group mm-hmm. and Roblox. So uh, another factor here, uh, just to, to sort of bring in a bit. Uh, more context is that um, there's nothing stopping you from having people like adults maybe in their late 20s collaborating with like 12 year olds right Mm. like people who can who know actually how to set up companies and you know uh, have access to lawyers on the one hand and on the other hand you know a kid who uh, you know can boost his ass like making a game like work on a game for 60 hours a week or something like that and then be left with having like be left with nothing to show for it because uh, they've been outmaneuvered um sort of legally uh, yeah through sort of legal constructions yeah exactly and it's it does tie into this introduction of online empo- employment like remote work and these sort of things mm-hmm. i think there's no coincidence that roblox has blown up during the pandemic um and the fact that anyone is able to work from anywhere means that you can end up having these miners who are working in mm-hmm. positions and they aren't made aware of what it means to to work or or to to, to, to what what various yeah they aren't aware of what it means to be exploited for work or to work or these kind mm-hmm. of they're not introduced mm-hmm. to um, they just want to have fun and their potential to make money on a platform um, mm-hmm. What? So the thing that the, like the fundamental thing that really um, surprises me here is this ability to monetize uh, as a miner, right? So I don't think I've seen another platform that allows uh, underage people to engage in any kind of business. I think like you mm. can purchase a game as a miner, you know, on Steam. Or, I guess the Steam items thing is probably accessible to uh miners although uh, i haven't really you know ever dealt with the steam item marketplace so i'm unsure if that's the case or not but you know for something like minecraft um you don't have such a marketplace in the platform right like there's no way for you to purchase outfits or purchase like maps or, or or things like that right it's all done on the free basis i think like you mostly have access of things made in minecraft for free yeah i uh you you actually um i do know on the xbox minecraft you can buy a bunch of different maps and uh okay things. okay but so that's more like that's, that's like yeah. you know, expansion packs that's not sold by i don't think that's sold by individuals i'm actually unsure mm-hmm. now um but you're you're touching you're like touching on the the, the i think the key thing because it's not that Roblox allows miners to put in, put money into the system. Parents still have to do that, right? Parents, you have to be over eighteen. Um, to actually, uh, that's the other thing is I think you link the card, which the parent has to do. Yeah. But then purchases can be made at leisure without a set limit, right? So by default, there is no set limit. So that you know, I can put in my uh, debit or credit card, and then my kid can miss 
click or you know not misclick purposefully click on a roblox hat which is like 50 polygons mm -hmm. uh that costs four thousand dollars and <laughs> there is no warning that yeah. they are about to do something that may be advised and also there is no uh limitation for them to do that so that's um yeah exactly that's not too dissimilar from what we see in the mobile game market um mm -hmm. you can have a credit card locked in there and your kid just spams the plus you know purchase uh, uh 50 coins in the game button um and yeah that that sucks um and i think where i think that's one factor that needs to, that's an issue and then i think where it gets driven where it gets pushed over the edge is how roblox sort of uses its internal currency to close the loop of of all the money mm -hmm. it's 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 making mm -hmm. to keep everything internal um mm -hmm. to continue scraping money from the from the kids so yeah. like kid makes money but it's internal roblox currency and then roblox makes sure that the kid then spends out on the platform so that money never leaves the roblox platform mm -hmm. so sort of one way gate once the parents credit card gets transacted the money won't leave the, the roblox ecosystem mm -hmm. i i'd like to circle back to f f for me what i think is like the fundamental flaw is that like do you think that there is room for a platform to allow under aged people to deal with real money mm. like a game platform because uh, for example uh you know individual it's mentioned that real stock trading is uh heavily regulated and obviously is unavailable for underage people right you cannot engage in stock trading even if you have the money to afford it right um and yeah, like I think this was the most surprising thing for me out of the investigation. Um, I think a lot of the other things are just knock-on effects from this initial decision to allow miners to uh, uh, operate with real-life money in in the platform. Mm. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I can now see that all these other aspects are knock-on effects of of having sort of a marketplace that miners can uh, trade real money in. I mean, what do you think about the fact that you have some simulated stock trading? Like, say no real money was dealt with in the system. Is that still acceptable for miners to be on the um, system? I think, yeah, so... It's difficult. So if I had a game in which no money makes its way into the system and no money makes its way out of the system, mm -hmm um i think you could probably get away with having a um stock trading system where various items are of you know uh, varying prices with time based on demand and supply right um this is more of a i guess like a moral question of like you know whether it's morally all right to do this because uh, you know it, it can lead to gambling addition addition or something like that but given that you know in the actual financial world we've allowed these systems to exist i think you can probably make the the argument that it's all right for these uh um, systems to exist in like game like um uh, in in game environments right but the moment you 
have any sort of connection with real life money however convoluted it may be i by the way i did not understand how the conversion of like roblox virtual conver currency happens uh into like real life mm. money but the only thing that i understood is that uh you know the game has made it so uh in favor of the platform as opposed to the person that everybody does this through like dodgy sh dodgy sites yeah. so that's another point there uh, but the moment you allow for this real life monetization of the actions in the game i think things become much 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 uh, more um insidious right. for the kids because if i have the promise of real world gain i am much more likely to think that i can make like real like sustain myself somehow you know every mm -hmm. every teenager's dream is to sort of like make some money and like be rich right and they'd be willing yeah. to put in reasonable amounts of uh time and take unreasonable amounts of risks to to try to do that yeah i i i still i do wonder a little bit about the scenario of the purely virtual currency where there's no connection to real Mm -hmm. life in terms of just currency mm -hmm. so so say there say so going back to that really fast um so say we take world of warcraft right and i'm certain that there's no there's a there's ways to get gold in the system by using third parties mm -hmm. to sort of buy gold i think directly. i think in in the actual game there's a way these days as well okay but it used to not it used not to be it used to not be the case yeah so let's take that as granted for yeah for the time being all right um it's still i don't know even now i'm i'm a bit hesitant because i i feel like i don't have the full picture here but it's still led to so well i what i was trying to do is find an example say we take world of warcraft where why so why is it that we try to are we looking to decouple real life money from the virtual game and why is it when we couple the two that it becomes dangerous it's because of the things that we can do with the real life money that um that kids want to do whether it's become millionaires or buy x product like the new scooter or whatever the, the new phone that they want mm -hmm. to show um to their friends or or have some kind of you know whatever whatever it is um that they're trying to achieve but as as the real life world becomes more virtual it seems to me that what happens in the virtual becomes more important so, so that's a that's a very interesting observation i haven't considered this but um to answer that i think we need to answer why do we disallow children to work uh with regular contracts in the real world mm we do this mostly to protect them from being taken advantage of right the idea is that um if you have these virtual currencies in world of warcraft um the kid may you know uh make mistakes and lose the virtual currency or win the virtual currency but it's all maintained within the realm of the game right the like the kid may get addicted to the uh video game and can spend all its time there and can have like you know a big emotional uh ne negative emotional impact if they lose a lot of the in-game currency mm -hmm. right but i'd argue that that's still much milder than the reality of actually losing crew 
money, right? If uh, I'm in an impoverished family and I click buy on that four thousand uh, dollar Roblox beard, mm. that is going to have ramifications outside of the virtual uh, of the video game, right? Right? Which can be much, much more severe, in my opinion. Right. Though, is the is the major issue the fact that parents are being siphoned of all their money because kids are clicking on three hundred dollar virtual beards, or the fact that kids are being used as ways to kids kids um, gilded view of money the 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 idea that they would just want to obtain money to do all the sort of the innocent things that they see that money is used for in at their age um, is mm -hmm. being exploited by other people to actually gain money uh, do you see what I'm saying like I feel as if I, I don't there's probably examples out there but I feel as if Roblox resulting in family poverty isn't a thing that is happening because mm -hmm. probably those parents won't be just depositing their credit card onto some mm -hmm. child's online account um i am not i, I kind of hesitate there because that probably like, still happens. no I, I think yeah you're right that um i sort of um did a logical fallacy there and sort of targeted the argument in the correct uh, the in in the incorrect uh direction mm -hmm. uh so l let me actually try to re uh, restate that uh, but uh, what you said is 100% right is that it's not this scenario that actually makes this dangerous it's I think the sort of more dangerous scenario is the one in which okay I play World of Warcraft and I play it for 10 hours a day right but I know that everything that happens in the game remains in the game right there's nothing for me to take away apart from like you know lessons or the friendships that I've built up Right. If I know that there is the possibility of me grinding gold in World of Warcraft for um, you know hours and hours per day, such that you know I can go and then buy the new Gucci T-shirt or something like that, I have a much bigger pull towards the game. Right? Like I I would probably invest unwise amounts of time because it seems to me like a good idea to you know grind that gold to get that money. Right. Right. Um, but the, the, so again, the, the, yeah. Just the, the 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 thing that still fascinates me about it is the fact that when they've done, say, we go to the Roblox scenario, when they've done the grind, they've made the game, they started making the Roblox money, and they have the mm -hmm. moment to turn this into cash, where they could though they go and buy real life products that they wanted, they instead choose to buy Roblox virtual garbage. Right. E and so yes, uh, I'm sure that's partly by design because of this system. What was it called the D something? Um, it's not DevX. Or, or of the name I of the coin. Like the uh, sorry, the name of the process that allows you to turn the virtual currency into real oh, life yeah, money. I, I, for I forget what it's called. Yeah, but this process is uh, quite bad, and you know it's a difficult thing to actually do as far as i understand you need to go off platform to a website yeah maybe dodgy you know yeah. so you think that if that was made if that was more storyline made easier managed by roblox 
then m more people would take their money off the platform after having and if it was more favorable more fa yeah more favorable right. yeah. um i i that's my conjecture again um mm -hmm. uh, i have no way of knowing i'm completely outside of this ecosystem right yeah it like I, okay i can see the flip side of it being that you know people treasure these five million dollar t-shirts uh, in the in the video game uh, and you know that they have actual um, desire to own these things again you know in the documentary is mentioned that children are not the best at understanding the value of money right such mm -hmm. that you know that five thousand dollar hat may you know may have some value in that you know other people are interested in, but it's mostly speculative value right um, but I think, yeah, uh, I would guess that much more people would take the real money if it was easier to do so. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just a man. Yeah, I, I see both sides. I, I'm leaning more towards actually the other side that they wouldn't take the virtual money as much. Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining a situation in which a large amount of your social structure you know, your friends and who you interact with is within a mm -hmm. this game world, this Roblox. Mm -hmm. These are the people you've been working on making this game with, who you socialize with virtually, and that mm -hmm. you will choose to make sure the avatar you represent there is, you know, however you want your, ver your real life self to be represented, mm -hmm. you know, whether people desire what you have, you have some rare items. Um, but... The so Okay, um, if we extrapolate this a bit and think of a Ready Player One-like situation in which you're you know, completely immersed in that environment and you have a lot of freedom to uh, do these things, um, I think you're, you're more likely to be correct than me. Um, I guess a part of the equation here is that for me, I think people are not very likely to play Roblox into their late 20s or early 30s um, right. whereas you know like a fully immersive virtual experience would stick with you throughout your lifetime mm. oh yeah yeah now that that that's a scary prospect is the equivalent of a roblox i mean they already exist but the work that's been done see so, so if you're doing this sort of psychological work on kids now in sort of the roblox effect that you're putting on them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Imagine the response they're going to have to when they're introduced to the full freedom they're allowed on virtual platforms that try to exploit, um, you know, logical yeah. adults. Um, mm -hmm. It's sort of some kind of almost kind of psychological smoothing to kind of get them uh, attuned to. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why I really think we need to get better at thinking in systems. Is like. As a, as a civilization, I mean, because there's people, right? There's behavior scientists, there's psychologists that already do this, you know, as their job. They want to design things that uh, benefit whoever they're working for, right? And your average human is incredibly shit at understanding, you know, all these things, like the psychological hooks, the uh, how incentives sort of like dictate behavior, right? And, um, you know, we've seen this in social media. We've seen this in uh, uh, 
booking sites, you know, like these dark patterns that I may have mentioned on previous websites, all these things that sort of play off your psychology to try to make you do something that you wouldn't otherwise be interested in doing and also that it may be harmful to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's all only going to get more and more pressing as a problem, I think, with the introduction of, you know, more complex social virtual experiences. Yeah. And so, uh, so you're saying that we need to have a deeper, we need to have a deeper appreciation for and deeper understanding for these, or we need to take these yeah. systems into account mm -hmm. when we're making decisions. Yeah, and also be careful to whom we give the, you know, control of the platforms. Right. Uh, I think for me the concern uh, of Facebook changing to Meta is that I've seen that virtual reality will become incredibly prevalent. Sorry, the technology that uh, Meta through Oculus offer is incredibly, incredibly impressive. Uh, but you know, given their track record and given you know the way the organization is set up, I'm incredibly, incredibly, incredibly distrustful in that they wouldn't abuse the shit out of it once it gets adopted mm. by mass market. Yeah, this is. I think the crux of it is that we don't have um, a deep enough understanding. I think this system's. Uh, a term you used is a similar a deeper understanding of human psychology like mm -hmm. we have physical regulation you know in terms of health of say mm -hmm. general health and, and say economic regulation in terms of financial stability for people we don't have enough understanding of psychological regulation like how mm -hmm. much you're allowed to manipulate people psychologically whether it's an employer or an employee or mm -hmm. uh, a group of users um, and mm -hmm. I think because it's so hard to figure out bounds on how you can what it even means to say hey stop manipulating that person's psychology yeah. um, that mm -hmm. these regulations don't exist and so I actually really like this analogy so just to restate it because I really like it it's like uh, you're not allowed to punch somebody and uh, maybe um, you know you're not allowed to insult somebody in in um, particular environments, right? Like w we've gotten that bit to some extent of the analogy between the two, right? But there's much more subtle things like you're not allowed to, you know, uh, touch somebody without, well, depends on the culture and civilization, like, but you're not allowed to make physical uh, contact with somebody without their uh, explicit consent, right? Mm. And that's a much milder thing than punch punching somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, and the equivalent of that may be like, you know, some suggestion, you know, some subliminal sort of like trying uh, type of manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. We have literally no regulation on that on interpersonal level. Yeah. So you're completely right there. Like, I'm just restating what you said, but I really liked the analogy. Yeah, I think you restated it pretty well. Um, I think an early version of this is sort of when we started to try to define cyberbullying, um, but mm -hmm. usually ex very explicit things have to be stated um, mm -hmm. to make it defined as cyberbullying. And even then it's so hazy and difficult to pin down uh, the more vaguer mm -hmm. cases of whether this person's been bullied in, in a virtual way. And yeah, I, I, think, I think if we can tackle the problem of psychological regulation, as you like described it in a pretty good way, um, 
companies that are starting to exploit this should will will start to be held back but the the fear is you know like will we get to that state before things get too out of hand um mm-hmm. uh, because i kind of am pretty concerned for upcoming generations having to yeah. pretty much be uh psychological um uh, uh lab rats yeah uh and i'm sure our generation was as well and i'm sure oh, yeah, the generation totally. before that was uh, but it seems to be a gradient and it seems to be more like it seems to be that younger generations need to tackle new things more and more compared to before that's a consequence of you know the rapid uh chain like the rapidly increasing change in technology in technology and also in social uh structure right mm-hmm. like uh, the more rapidly things change the less time there is for adults to adopt those changes and be able to provide relevant uh advice to to children right mm-hmm. so it's very likely that the children of today need to um tackle a lot more new cons uh, right so for example like to make it concrete uh these children that are working in roblox are ta- like encountering and living lives that are completely different to the types of experiences that most of us has had, us have had right Right. We don't have adequate advice on how to do it. The best advice we can give, uh, give is don't do it. Right, but that's probably not the correct advice in, in the long run. Uh huh. Yeah, that's actually that's a really good point. Um, I, I that actually is quite interesting. Is how if if you were given this uh, this the ability to talk to one of these individuals that's been exploited on Roblox and try to persuade them out of the situation or how would you use to advise them to make better decisions say say because say roblox is never um regulated by government or something and Mm. the system continues Mm -hmm. and you have to get a child out of this cycle that they've caught themselves in of being sort of exploited roblox is it how going about doing that seems like a very difficult um uh task because telling the child that they can't do something that they enjoy um, seems a bit uh, 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 um, heartless. Like the, uh, that, that child has be you know they probably look forward to going on Roblox every day, signing on, and you know creating games. Um, so it does mm-hmm. seem to be that top-down regulation is the only way to do this. I don't know how you can sort of uh, coming at this from a bottom-up angle is a bit tough. Yeah, I definitely think that top-down regulation is a very important component of it uh, as in we wouldn't be able to get away without it but obviously you know you can't just uh, also shift all the blame on the lack of regulation there's so you know as a parent uh, you also have a certain level of responsibility to the type of activities that your children engage in their free time right but that's a more complicated more loaded topic that we can maybe leave for uh another time but right. uh, yeah um regulation i think is a must on these things i think we will be encountering more and more situations like this where regulation is awfully out of date because you know even though societal changes have increased in, in pace i think technological changes uh have increased in pace much much more mm. yeah Cool. I, I think Shall on that note, let's close. Let's close this one. It's been a long run, but 
I'm sure there's more we can carry on for uh, next time. Yeah. And stop.